What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. I'm a filthy rich executive. I hear the market's down a million points. I freak out. I spill my large espresso. The searing pain makes me slam on the brakes. Uh-oh, your fault. And your 15-minute insurance may not cover my $90,000 car, so I sue you, because that's what I do. So get Allstate. You can save money and be better protected from mayhem, like me. Dollar for dollar, nobody protects you from mayhem like Allstate. Hand me the scalpel. Scalpel, doctor. Get me some peach pie. Doctor, it's a la mode. Keep your French to yourself. This is an emergency. Uh, Doc, I'm still awake. Oh, great. Can we get a suggestion of a major organ? Wait, are you guys doing improv comedy? When you go in for major surgery, you want a professional. When you need hilarious improv comedy, you go to the professionals at Laugh Out Loud Theater in Schaumburg. Comedians playing doctors is funny, but doctors playing comedians can be deadly. Check us out at loltheater.com. Hi, this is Terry Nunn from Berlin, and you're listening to Steve Benz on The Blend. You're listening to Steve Benz. Steve Benz. On the blend. On the blend. On the blend. Steve Benz. On the blend. It is that time. Broadcasting from the brand new Blend Radio Love Lounge. Welcome to the Blend. Of course, my name is Steve Benz. If you didn't catch that today, one of my great friends, longtime friends, he is the founding member of the band Win in Rome UK. Let's uh, let's reintroduce Clive Farrington to the show. Clive, how are you, my friend? How are you, mate? Always well, always well. <laughs> so how is Los Angeles? I miss being out there. Yeah, but I miss your voice as well, mate. It's a, I miss that, that British accent because in Chicago you're getting a bit closer to to uh, where I'm from. So you sound more British than most. <laughs> I got to start practicing my British accent again, mate, mate, mate. So I'm doing lessons. So how have you been? I mean, it has been some time since you and I talked, and we usually talk every couple of months here on the show. Yeah. You have so, so many things going on. We could probably talk for about four hours. Absolutely, yeah. It's just uh, my my head spins all the time with uh, musical ideas and ideas of wacky, wacky-brained ideas and all sorts of things going on, and, and it's, it's a matter of listing them and, and getting the important ones done first. And, of course... Everything's quite important, so um, everything gets mixed up, and uh, that's the hence the reason I've been kind of um, laid low for a bit. You know, I've, I've decided to work on other projects away from When in Rome. However, towards the end of this month, we we get back on the road again with When in Rome, so it's, it's given me a bit of time to uh, get things together. Now you know, for months and months and years and years, 
I have always told people that I was the third member of the, uh, you know, when in Rome UK tour. So when is my, um, my photo shoot so I could be in the poster? Well, sorry to have to break this news to you, mate. We've been using a hologram. We've been. <laughs> remember those photographs we took when you were last here in California? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember. You know, we had I, all those digitized and, and made into 3D. You know what? A hologram. We, we could do a very Star Trek type of thing, and I could just appear <laughs> somewhere on the stage. <laughs> in a spherical see-through thingy tube thing. Why not? You know, I could just uh, be a fake keyboardist or triangleist yeah. or whatever it is that I could be called. Yeah, yeah absolutely. No, yeah, you, you know that you're an honorary member of the band anyway. So it's, uh, it, you know, it's always an honor to be, uh, to be well, yeah, of course, when we get together, it's, it's always a laugh and everything else. But it's, uh, <laughs> it's, a, it's a pleasure to know you, sir. But it's, uh, you know, it, uh, I, I can't wait for you to be back here again. Oh, yeah, we're working on it. We are working on it right yeah. now. We just haven't picked it on a weekend. Hey, I got a question for you. It's been two years since the release of your hugely successful, award-winning independent CD. Looking yeah. back now, are there things that you, you think you might have wanted to change on that CD? You know what? I think it's, for, you know, I, I see so many interviews with ex-band members that, that kind of, that, that, that put the, the our original when in rome album down to to promote their new stuff mm-hmm. um it, it, it for me that it, it's a, it's a completely different project than mm-hmm. our original mm-hmm. when in rome ab- album i stick by that first album uh resolutely i'm i'm very very proud of that first album um and and this one is the independence i've got to say the independence cd was more enjoyable to make Sure. Uh, because I was more, I, I guess you could say, more intimate in a in a small studio, and 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 the the, uh, the musical chemistry between John and I uh, w- was very very strong, uh, and and that kind of was missing on the first album. That hence the reason why the When in Rome album has so many different styles on it, you mm-hmm. know. So, uh, but but I, Independence is is kind of a it has it is stylized. It, it, you can tell it's by the same person at least. Because uh, there was only two people involved with that project, whereas the When in Rome album, we had a producer, we had Andrew Mann, the, the other guy, and our ex keyboard player. He was involved with it. <laughs> did you just um, call so, Andrew Mann the other guy? Is that what oh, you just did? I'm sorry, I'm sorry, <laughs> sorry. No, no. The other, that, my my partner in crime in When in in, in When in, I've not seen him for such a long time. He's become kind of the other guy, but. Uh, he, he's still a very, very good friend of mine, and I, I do apologise if you are listening in London, uh, Andrew. You, you're still very much in mind, and, and we can't wait for you to come back um, on you know, tour. Andrew, Andrew, if you're listening right now, you could Skype right into this. You know, so there's this invitation. So, <laughs> yeah, I hope he doesn't, because I'm going to get told off now, aren't I? No, no, he was so funny when he was on. When we had you on, both members, he yeah, was yeah. really funny. He must be yeah. very uh, just a funny, funny guy in person. He's brilliant. I mean, when we were, you know, of course, there was a lot of rivalry and back in the 80s when we were younger. And, uh, you know, there was uh, that brotherly thing going on. And, and one week we'd be friends. The next week we, we wouldn't be such so much friends. But, you know, Andrew and I have, have kind of grown as friends over the years. And I guess that's because he's back in London and I've decided to move out to California. Um, being away from each other, it's, it, it kind of builds the bond a bit stronger. It's like absence makes that makes the heart go str- uh, fonder if you like um so the the less we kind of see of each other the more we we communicate if you like um and uh, you know 
2015 has been a very, very weird year for all of us. Um, and and uh, it's kind of prevented uh, the, the proper when in Rome mm-hmm. being on tour, if you like. And then 2016, we're working on shows with Andrew. So it's going to be mm-hmm. the proper when in Rome next next year. Um, but uh, in the meantime, you know, he's got his business to be going on with in London. And I, of course, I'm doing my own solo stuff out here. And we both understand uh, each other's positions. Well, you know that I'm available to MC all those Win in Rome shows. Yeah. Okay. Well, you know what? I mean, that that has been. I mean, you've done what? I, mean, I remember we, yep. you did one with the Reflex and I yep. um, last year, and, and that was really enjoyable. And I've always, always uh, championed you as 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 the MC because, of course, you know you you, you want to work with people that you get along with and everything else, and and see what you you know see what your goal is and see what your end. Uh, you know, it was a and, lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. Come on, I got the whole yeah, crowd absolutely. to stand up and dance. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. No, it was great. It was great, and I can't wait for it to be done in, in a in a proper scenario. You know, I mean that that's definitely going to happen. I guess it's going to be next year now when Andrew comes out. Um, but the 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 when in Rome stuff starts at the end of this uh, of this month. It, actually, my birthday. I've got my birthday in Las Vegas on the twenty fifth of September. So, um, well, happy that's birthday, the day to you, before. my friend. Thank you very much. Thank you. Um, so we're, we're, I'm uh, having my birthday party at a venue in, in Las Vegas. And uh, the night after that, we play Mandalay Bay with ABC Animation and the Flirts and everybody else. What a great uh, show lost, that's going to be. Jeez. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It's a, we did The last one we did there was 2013, and that was brilliant. It, you know, it was a complete sellout. And uh, uh, Flock of Seagulls headlined that one. But this time it's going to be Martin Fry, ABC. Um, I'm looking forward to doing that because, uh, of course, I I was penciled into to support Martin last year, and mm-hmm. for, for whatever reason, it didn't happen. But this time, I'm uh, you know I'm I'm glad to be sharing the stage with one of my favorite bands of uh, of the '80s. Yeah, if I remember correctly, I offered to MC and jump into the pool in uh, yeah. In that, mate, I had that so. all planned for you, mate. I had a waterproof <laughs> mic. I had a I had everything sorted out for you. My winning Rome uh, speedo, or uh, yeah, exactly. We had our own speedos made up and everything. You know, in in Hawaii tropical. I'm telling you, when you guys go on tour uh, next year, you know, if you go somewhere like Hawaii, Chile, or whatever, I'll go with you. I I volunteer. I'll even carry your luggage. Absolutely, absolutely. No, you know, if it was down to me, if I was making all the decisions, you'd be emceeing all of them. But you know, it's. uh, it's unfortunately it's out of my hands and uh, no, the powers that be. You know, it, it's no. just it's a record business. It, it's it's just yeah. a business. That's how it works. Now, with these yeah. type of shows in Vegas, now you've got four or five bands on there or three bands. Is there any uh, any competition? Years ago, you'd compete for for the stage. Is that still yeah. true nowadays? Yeah, I, not for me. It's not. <laughs> but uh, unfortunately, for 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 some. It still is, you know, mm-hmm. they, they see it as a, for me, you know, I, I think the music stands up. I, I think it, you know, people that, that, that do argue about what position they're on going on stage and stuff like that, I think they, they probably have an inkling that their material may be weaker than the guys that they're going on after or before. Um, you, you know, for me, it's never been a problem because I like to think that, you know, if I, even if I go on the first, um, if I'm first band on, I like to think that, you know, I, I set a precedent rather than mm-hmm. thinking, oh, these other bands that are going to be following me are, are, are much better than me. Because, I mean, it's the same thing. It's like last week I, I was invited to... Are you still there? Just hold yep, on. I'm here. 
Now, this is live radio. So he's going to take another call or eat a sandwich between this. Just hold on. <laughs> sorry, sorry, Steve. Another call was coming in just then. See, was I right? Um, was I right? I said you were getting a sandwich and uh, taking a phone call. See? <laughs> There's another call just coming in, so I just knocked that one off for now. So that's not a problem. Um, yeah, as, as far as uh, you know, being on first, being on last, headlining, I've never, ever craved Mm -hmm. to be a headline of course it'd be a nice thing if somebody said will you headline this show I, I, and indeed when in rome have headlined uh, i remember back in the 80s we supported inner city when they were quite big and, and we mm -hmm. did the shows around new york and they headlined one night and we headlined another night so we kind of shared it and i think that's the way to do it if you're on kind of a if you're on a long tour with a, something like the lost 80s or whatever i think it should be shared you know because people um People that like ABC maybe not like When in Rome, and mm -hmm. people that mm -hmm. like When in Rome might not like ABC. So it, it, I think it's a good idea if you've got like a run of 10 shows to actually share it, share the headline at it, different places with different bands. So it makes it so nobody's arguing about who's better than everybody else. Right. And no one leaves the show. Not, right. Nobody you know leaves what? the they show then. Be. You know, you want to see your band. Otherwise, if let's say they come to see you, they might leave and not stick around for ABC. So. Yeah, exactly. Well, you know what? That happened to us at the Viper Room. We played a show on a Sunday night at the Viper Room. When we arrived, we were headlining. It was my band, you know, the solo band. Mm -hmm. And uh, we get there about nine o'clock and the place is packed. You couldn't move in the place. And there's about 500 other bands on before us and we didn't get on until about 11.30. And by that time, everybody had gone home because it was work day the day after. Yep. So sometimes headlining does... Uh, you do shoot yourself in the foot by saying, please, can I be the headliner? Because, you know, if you're playing the smaller venues, uh, especially on a, a, a week on a weeknight or a Sunday night, mm -hmm. everybody wants to get home early to get ready for work the next day. So it, it, it's, a, it's a bit tricky. Now, with the Viper Room, did you talk to like Johnny Depp? Did you say, hey, hey, hey Johnny, uh -huh. you, you want to play with us? So <laughs> no, he said that to me, mate. He said he said, I'd love to play with when in Rome. Um <laughs> But I said, you're not, you're not as good looking as Andrew Mann, so get back to your acting. <laughs> and, and on top of it, you need to be dressed as Captain Jack. You cannot step on the exactly, stage. Exactly. Yeah, you'd have to show who he is, because otherwise, if he didn't dress as, as a Captain Jack, people would think he You know, he does, have he, was... a, he does have a band. Um, I don't know if yes, they performed really, at the Viper Room good. or not, but uh, they were pretty good yeah. back in the day. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. You know, back in my, um, uh, my days hanging out in the Viper Room, so. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. No, I, I would love to see somebody like Johnny Depp on stage. I'd love him to join us on stage with his, like you say, with his Jack Sparrow thing on. Uh, and you would match up with him, wouldn't you? You'd pull yeah, out one of oh, your absolutely. hats from the 89 tour. I know you would. With, with the bandana on and a big loop earring, that'd be perfect. <laughs> <laughs> now, at the Viper Room, is the stage still really high? I remember being on there, yes, and, I can, and I can yeah, almost... If you fall off, you've had it. Okay, because I thought I could almost touch that. Or was that the whiskey that I could almost touch the scene? I don't remember, so... No, no, the, 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 uh, the Viper Room, of course, it's a very small venue, but okay. the stage is very high, and, okay. and yeah. uh, you know, the stage is perfectly matched to the size of the venue. And the, the weird thing about the Viper Room is you don't do any sound check. It's fantastic right. the way they do it. You yeah. do, so the curtain closes yeah. uh, and you do a little bit of a line check behind stage and it's always perfect. The sound is always perfect. You know, you don't, we don't spend hours banging the drums and making sure all the skins are tight and everything else. It's just you get on there, you, you do all your homework beforehand, make sure your drums are tuned before you get there and your guitars are all tuned up. You go behind, you know, thick curtains closed and you do your little line check before you go on, and it's always a perfect sound. 
it's funny what pops into my head. Like sometimes I have yeah. no memory whatsoever, and then something like that just pops way back into my head. So yeah, yeah the '90s absolutely. are still a blur for me. So <laughs> good on you. Now you said yeah. you said one thing a little bit earlier about your relationship with Andrew Mann and and the years how things have changed. Is, yeah. Did that relationship affect what you wrote on Independence? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The way we wrote together, it was a. Um, like even the subject matter. Are any of the songs, you know, something that you kind of, or a line that you remember that you wrote really specifically for Andrew? Well, you know, Breathing is actually written by the lyrics in Breathing, are written by both of us. So he kind of came up with some of the weirder line. You know, the, Andrew's a, a very, very uh, cryptic style writer, and I'm more straight to the point. Um, so anything that sounds a little bit cryptic, you'll see that in breathing, especially you'll, mm-hmm. you'll, you'll hear that that's Andrew and showdown as well. You know, showdowns me and Andrew. So some of the songs on independent are written by me and Andrew, even though it's my solo album. Um, and then we wrote a tune right at the end of the album. We thought it'd be a great idea to have Andrew do a song and we didn't include it on the album and it's called lost. Mm-hmm. And you know what, if that had been included on the album, I think it's up there with all the best of them. You, know, um, you, sh- you should update and, that because Lost is one of the tracks that people continue to look for and ask for. And we just, yeah. I think we're the only station and the only show that still play it exclusively. So you need to put that out wow. there. Thank you. Thank you very much. Yeah, the, that's more Andrew. You know, the, the actual music and, and everything else is me and John. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the lyrics are more Andrew. Hmm. Um, and so, so you know, we did include him on that album. And, and it... it yeah, I guess that's really why it sounds. You, you, you can tell who was, who were the writing partners, uh, in When in Rome right. on the Independence right. album. Right. Yeah, I think you, know, you, you should actually... release Lost as When in Rome UK. I think next year when you guys go on tour, just yeah, full bolt, full bolt, roll yep. that out, make a big premiere yep. out of it because really it is just classic When in Rome. You could hear where your harmonies just kind of match together. Even the last yeah, time yeah. that we had both of you on. I just threw a lyric yeah. on, and both of you just started singing like out of the blue. Well, it's weird because we we both. I mean, I'm not that you know. I, I I don't pretend to be the greatest singer in the world, and 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 Andrew's not the greatest singer in the world. But when we actually sing together, mm-hmm. something happens. Some chemistry happens where we both where the, the actual uh, the the total the totality of the sound is better than our single voices, if you like. Um, it's it's a weird thing, and 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 it, for Andrew, I I know that he he's very very critical of his his own voice, and uh, you know, but when we actually get together and we we just do stuff out of the blue, it's it 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 it, it kind of it surprises me, and I know it surprises him that sometimes we just do stuff and it just comes out without even thinking about it. And uh, it's just you know, one it's of those things thing. when there when there's two writers in a band, you just kind of cover for each other. I, you know, I'm not yeah. suggesting you guys are Lennon McCartney or anything of that sort, but even their yeah. voices when they sang together where Paul was weak, John was strong, and vice versa. Yes. So that's clearly absolutely. with the two of you. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Now, you know what? I did? I've always said this. Andrew's got a, I would love to have Andrew's tone because he's got a really lovely tone. My tone's a little bit higher than his is, but he's, he's got that Scott Walker-style tone, and, and Scott Walker's one of my favorite singers of all time. And, uh, you, you know, I, I, I always, when Andrew's singing, I think, I wish I, I wish I had that. I, I, I really wish I had that voice, uh, because it's, it, it's so, the range of his voice is so 
great. He, he sings from low to high very, very easily. You know, there's no straining on his voice and stuff like that. And that's if you listen to any of Scott Walker's stuff, he mm. never ever strained his voice. Now, the one thing I, I would nice. tell you, you have more of the pop singer voice, and Andrew, if, if I, I was going to compare Andrew to any anyone hearing just lost, I would say, and people are going to probably dispute this. If Jim mm. Morrison was still alive, I think he would sound like well, Andrew. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, uh, and Andrew, I mean, Doors were, were Andrew's favorite band growing up. And, uh, of course, Jim was one of his heroes. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, and I, you know, you can't help, you know, stealing a little bit of that style. If, if, if you know, if you admire somebody um, vocally and, and, uh, and in the way he was, his, his aura, mm-hmm. um, it, it's uh you know you're bound to pick up a bit of that and 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 make it and and who knows about you know this brings into the full the the, the deepness of reincarnation because he, he to me when you walked into a room sometimes you, you would swear you know if if, he, if his back was turned to you he, he sounded like jim morrison sure. and then of course he looked like him and and the other fella from uh in excess oh yeah uh Hutch, um My- Hutchins, Michael Hutchins. Yeah, Michael yeah. Hutchins. You know, you guys, yeah. know, you need to sing one or would you? Would you do a cover as as Winter Rome? Would you cover one of those two bands in honor of them? Uh, you know what? I'm I'm not a fan of the Doors, believe it or not. I mean, I I, I did appreciate Andrew being a, a fan and everything else, and uh, I I was not a fan of it. There was not something that I. It, <laughs> I don't think I'd be able to do one of their songs justice, mm-hmm. and and the same with with within excess. In excess, have got a sound uh, that that is just purely in excess, and I think if we tried to do cover of that, it would be mm-hmm. it, it, we're in danger of becoming like a tribute right. thing. Right, uh, and I'm not big on tribute bands. I'm I'm just not. So I don't no, like karaoke. No, I, none I, of that. You know, if I'm going to do me, a so. cover, I would like to like every like any uh, you know artist that does a great cover. They they make it their own, mm-hmm. uh, and and uh, you know you know I I always end up if I'm doing a cover I always up wanting to sound it like the original tune. Well, uh, for instance, we do a, a psych. I noticed you were playing psychedelic furs before mm-hmm. we we started to talk, um, but we do a, a cover of Ghost in You. Yeah, and I always end up singing in a Cockney accent because of course, Richard Butler was from London and he's got this real strong Cockney accent when he sings. And I always end up singing like that. So we had to drop it from the set because it was sounding a little bit too much like Richard Butler. And the, the, the last thing I want to do is to, to impersonate somebody. And, and I guess that's because the song's great already. That, that, why do a cover of it? I remember I, did, I, I produced a band called Underground Circus once. And we did a cover of Crazy. And I produced it. And Crazy by Icehouse. Mm-hmm. And I made it because I loved that tune. I made it sound very very much like the original tune and I remember playing it to somebody and they said yeah what's the point <laughs> <laughs> yeah you, you, you know if you, you, all i did was cre- create the same tune it was like it was like producing a tribute act of ice house and that was a great lesson for me that that happened to me once in my entire career and that will not happen again i, I you know i if, if i was going to produce in fact i'm producing a band at the moment at, from long beach called bespin uh and and the last thing i want them to do is sound like anybody else so mm-hmm. uh that was a great lesson back then in the early 90s producing that band and, and doing that making that mistake of making them sound like the original group 
Um, so I'm very lucky to have had that mistake, uh, an uncostly mistake. It was a cheap mistake and yeah. saved a lot of money. Yeah, people try to copy me too. So no, I'm kidding. I know. I've, I'm I've, kidding. I know. I'm I've kidding. seen it. I've, 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 many radio stations are doing it now, mate. Yeah, they, you switch your radio on, and they all sound like you now. Yeah, they're trying to do that yeah. sarcastic thing, and it's all mine. It's <laughs> absolutely all mine. So where do you go from here? Is there? Can we expect an Independence do uh, or two or, or a duet yeah. or, or anything of that sort? What's on the horizon for Clive Farrington solo wise? Yeah, I mean, I'd love to do that with. I mean, of course, it's it's time-wise going back to the the UK. It's it's having the time when I go back to the UK because obviously I've made my base here now. Um, I would love to do that with John, and and my dream would be to have John come out here and we 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 write another album out here to give it another aspect, if you like. Um, but then again, I'm working with Pancho Burgos, who's who's joined me from Naked Eyes, and mm-hmm. he's. You know, he's on par with John as being a great keyboard player. He's he's now my MD, my musical director. Mm-hmm. Uh, he he kind of uh, keeps everybody straight in the band and makes sure they're playing everything correctly and uh, saves me shouting at them. Um, so he, he, Pancho, I'd love to write a, a, an album with Pancho or, or at least a few songs with Pancho because I, I, I get the same kind of camaraderie with um, Pancho as I did with John um, because record, it was a pleasure working with John in the studio. There was not one crossed word. You know, we, we both knew where we were going. Any ideas that he had, we always tried them out. I mean, that's really very important as far as bands are concerned. I think it's when somebody comes up with an idea in a band, if there's four of you in the band, even if it's a crap idea, don't laugh at it. You know, the, the, the worst thing you can do is put your bandmates down mm-hmm. to say that you've got crap ideas because from really crap ideas, some great stuff can evolve. You know, right, because someone will simplest- hear something else in what you're trying to do and go, okay, I get where you're going, and then you just add yeah. your layers to it, so... Absolutely, absolutely. When you get somebody in the studio that understands you, and I'm from simple, because my my ideas are quite simple. Because my ideas just like have, I mean, I'm not saying I'm the greatest composer in the world, but the greatest composers in the world wrote from their head. They didn't just put write it down on a piece of paper. All their music was in their head, and that they were lucky enough to be able to write it down from what they were listening, hearing in their head. I'm not that lucky. What I have to do is I have to record it a hummed or whistled melody into a little phone into a re- voice recorder and play it to somebody that can really play and uh, and, and that in itself is just the most beautiful process in the world because you get you get this little simple idea and then somebody like John comes along and Pancho and they say well what's it sound like like that and you go wow every time it's a, a winner cuz you know they're embellishing it in in a proper way and I think that's even uh, what happened when I had the honor of doing the narration for your song, Invisible. So I heard what you yeah. guys were doing, and then I just yeah. kind of threw back over the wall. I had no idea you guys were going to like anything that I did. So, I, yeah, you know, that was well, one well, of the best moments time, ever. Doesn't so. it? It, it was one of those that were, I, you know what, I, I had every confidence in that as well. You know, I, I, I was not worried at any step of the way that that was not going to be right, you know. And you, you get this feeling where you know something's going to be right. And and the most embarrassing thing is then when something's not right, because that's happened, of course, in the past where, you know, you've given an idea to somebody and they come back and it's not anywhere near what you were thinking it should have been like. And it's, you know, it's, it's a hard thing to be able to say, well, that's not quite how we were looking at it or blah, blah, blah. It's, it's not, right. it's not, a, it's not an easy thing to do. But that uh, invisible was, was just, it, it just came back exactly as as we uh, we envisaged it was going to sound. See, you're so and, British. Uh, you're so 
you're so polite. Instead of saying that it was just bloody crap, you know, it just, <laughs> like, oh, it just doesn't work. It doesn't no. work. So. Hey, you know, this, is like what I, this is what I will promise you, Clive. If, if I'm lucky enough to, to emcee some of those shows, and if you guys yep. play Invisible, I will go up on stage. I will do my narration during the track. Right. How about that? That'd be great. That'd be, that'd be really, really good. Like <laughs> you play really both parts. Something. I'll, I'll do both parts that's for it that, like that. So. Well, that will, I mean, that's going to happen. It's just a matter of getting these things out of the way in 2016. Yeah. Yeah, people were saying 2014 was going to be my year, then 2015 was yeah. going to be my year. Then I, 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 I can't, you know, if it's 2016, great. If it's 2017, great. If it's never, great as well. Because you know what? I think it's the, uh, I, I've got the confidence to know that the music that we do is, is, uh, you know, you know what I've been up to over the past few weeks. What the stuff I've been posting. I, I mean, when Saskia was here for three months and she was listening to mainstream radio, it, I, I wanted to throw myself out of the sunroof sometimes. Where, uh, you know, driving along and thinking, I can't listen to this anymore because <laughs> what's happening in the mainstream charts now, lyrically, is uh, it, it's uh, you know if the kids are listening to that stuff and and, and abiding by any of that stuff, uh, God forbid the future. And 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 I'm working towards bringing something uh, more, you know, dragging us back a little bit and, mm -hmm. and taking us back into where music was great and, and and lyrics meant something, you know, and and love songs were around again. And well, then, I think that uh, will happen. I think all music is circular, so we yeah. always have. Uh, years of crap music. Let's face it; they're they're just crap years. You could you could pick out the years in the seventies, the eighties, the nineties. Uh, you know, the past yep. couple of years. It happens. It keeps happening until yep. that group that listens to that kind of grows up a little bit and goes, you know what? I can't watch Madonna sing like a virgin when she's seventy years old. So <laughs> that's true. That's true. And I just and, wonder, and, you know, why does Madonna still have a space between her teeth? You think with all the billions of dollars that she has, someone would have yeah. fixed it? Yeah, absolutely. Now, I mean, I, I have sympathy there because I have a little bit, get, bit of a gap between mine. And I said to somebody last week, should I have that fixed? And they said, no, that's your character. So I guess that's what she's doing. She's thinking that's a bit of my character. So leave it in there, you know. So, yeah. But yeah, but, but I think as far as this new music, I mean, there's a, a Canadian artist, which we won't mention at the moment, who's number one all over the world. Mm -hmm. and, and if you listen, if you watch that, you know, if you download the lyrics and have a look at what he's saying, it's just. Oh, it's, it, God, <laughs> you know, I'd, 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 I really wouldn't like to be growing up in the cli in this climate of, uh, uh, you, you know, just doing something for doing sake, you know, and thinking they're impressing people by saying the stuff that they're saying in their records. And it's, it doesn't impress anybody. I, I, I mean, it must impress people because it's number one all over the world. Right. Well, you know, I think if they really listen to the, the, to the message that these songs were given, I think they would think twice about it. And, well, that just uh, that just tells you that they're actually they're not actually listening to the lyrics. And you could certainly again, well, you could go back and yeah. go, okay, I like the dance beat, American bands. Oh, I like the dance beat. Do you even know what they're singing about? No, they're they're singing about uh, even Cindy Lauper talking about masturbation. No one knew what she yeah. was singing about. You know what she no, bop. No. So they're just like, oh, yeah, I could yeah. dance to that. So yeah, exactly, exactly. That's just how yeah, it is. It's just how it is. Yeah. So all right, so we've yeah. got uh, next year. You're going to be back on tour. Uh, you said that you got a couple of dates. You're going to be in Vegas. Make sure that you post that up on uh, Twitter so we can make sure. Uh, everyone that yeah. has a chance uh, isn't yeah. the vegas is the vegas show sold out already do you know yeah uh, okay. yeah absolutely yeah that that sold out within about three or four weeks of uh, the tickets going on sale um about three or four months ago um 
so that, yeah but i i would check though i mean there are i'm sure there are special tickets left i, I know mm -hmm. that the general viewing tickets have gone but i, I guess there's some cabanas and stuff that are, are still available well um, if, if you could do me a favor from the vegas show i would like uh, you guys to call in from the vegas show Oh, I'd okay. love to. Yeah, so I I'd think love that to. would be kind of well, good. Maybe we'll do like a can, Ustream or something. If we can get something up and live out there or Skype yeah. of some sort, we'll do some type of group Skype. So then the listeners can actually see you guys at the show for a couple of minutes, kind of like a Periscope if, yeah. you, if you've ever used Periscope. So I certainly think right. that the fans deserve that. Yeah, absolutely. No, let's do that. And uh, what we'll do is if we can set it up so that I'm calling you from the – the hotel because our, our changing room is of course the hotel within the room and stuff so we'll be in the the room before we go on stage so if we can hook up up there at that point uh and then maybe have a walk to the stage um and, and do it that way that'd be great all right clive always a pleasure to have you on the show we're actually going to play your song uh breathing and lost just for our fans wow thank you Thank you very much. Always, always a pleasure to have you on. We need to have you on uh, more often. And tell you what, you send me another, you send me another track. I'll write some narration for it. So ah, uh, thank you so much. I'll yep, do it in my on. British accent this time. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. Clive, always a thank pleasure. You, uh, you take care. Uh, Clive Farrington, uh, download his his CD Independence and check out When in Rome UK. They are on the road. Clive, have yourself a great one. Thank you, and you.